Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to be in the New Testament book of James, chapter 5. And the topic in this area will be patience and suffering. And we possibly may go to the next, once we finish that, we may go to the next book of First Peter, but we'll see. Before I get started, I always like to try to put in what the Bible is so you have a, uh, a good, solid background. Because people say, well, you know, it's a book or this or that. But we actually have uh, collected proof what the Bible is and how it's written and everything. So let me begin the Bible. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years. In three continents. Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of sub subjects and topics. So now you know. You can just go back and rewind this and you know write it down. And then you'll have something with substance because people always, you know, or at least for me, they ask me a lot about, well, you know, man wrote the Bible and all this kind of stuff, but... According to Scripture in the New Testament, it says that men inspired by God wrote Scriptures. You know? Then also you hear a lot, too, where they say, well, man wrote the Bible, so I can't believe it. And I'm like, well, man wrote the other books, so you can't believe that either. <laughs> you know, They wrote math and English and all kind of other stuff and all kind of volumes of books and belief system, whatever. So, you mean, you just got to go around and you just got to be literate? <laughs> I mean, so that that doesn't hold up, you know. Okay, and, and um, you know, living in the times that we live in, well, it's always been this way, actually, just in different circumstances, but basically the same, where there comes a time when you have to stand up for what you believe or find out what truth is so you can stand on what you believe. You know, sometimes you have to find out. So that's what we try to do here at Bible Education Institute it's just to make the Bible simple to understand. You know, I just, just simply, we get it, we go in it, we read it, you know, and like now we have um, some good versions or modern versions, modern language versions of the Bible, which helps a lot. So that's why, you know, I just choose to read the NIV because I'm just familiar with it. And uh, but of course I love the King James, and but then you have the New King James, you have the NIV and the International Version, you have the ESV, the English Standard Version. These are good versions, and then you have the NLT, the New Living Translation, or the Living Bible. It's also very good. Um, you have to be careful though, because some of them is uh, it's more of a, a literary book. You know, where it's not exactly precise. But the ones that I've mentioned, they uh, they were actually uh, written by Hebrew and Greek scholars who translated exactly from that to the translation. That's why it's good to know. 
you know, and also don't feel like, like, you know, I know going to, to a college or a seminary or whatever is good. You know, if you pick a good one, like one that's actually conservative, because the majority now they've turned into very liberal places where when you leave, you don't even believe in God or the Bible anymore. So, I mean, but you can read on your own, too. You can study and read on your own. But there's certain things we do need to know, which would be hermeneutics, which is, you know, how to rightly divide the word because you have, like, you have the literal part, and then you have symbolism, and then you have allegory, and so on. Um, so it's just, you know, once we get that, then it's good. You can order that online, actually. You go to uh, Abe Books, A-B-E Books, and it's um, you can find a hermeneutics on there, and it'll teach you how to, you know, divide it, rattling everything, you know, or any book, book place. But also you can go to YouTube, and you can put in there Dr. Walter Martin. Now, he died back in the 80s, but you can still find his stuff. They have a lot of video and audio that's on YouTube. And he even has a whole session for hermeneutics, and he makes it very simple to understand. Real easy. And fascinating at the same time. So, so don't get discouraged. And also you can go to apologiastudios.com. That's online. Uh, and it's with... Uh, but they also have, like, you can go on to that site, and you can go in there, and, and you can put in a Dr. Uh, Bonson, Greg Bonson, or put seminary teaching um, in a little searches in there in the website. But you can get a free seminary education. He was a sem seminary professor, and a good one. And so the family saved all of his recordings, Mostly audio, some video, but mostly audio. And so they gave it to the Apology of Studios Ministries with uh, Pastor Jeff Durbin. And you can get a free, a literal free seminary education this online. He covers a lot of areas, but mainly it's through reading and study the Word of God. And now you got a lot of good people um on YouTube, you can watch, which is uh, Jeff Durbin with Apologia Studios. Uh, then you have, I think it's Dr. White. He's good. He can break down stuff. And like I said before, Dr. Walter Martin. Uh, and R.C. Sproul with Legionnaire Ministries. He's also on YouTube and online. And Dr. Vody Bakum, and like, you know, I'll go back over it later after I finish this. But it's just good things that you can learn, you know. And then if you're, if you're blessed to have a good Bible-believing, teaching church, you know, then you can learn. So let's go ahead and begin in James chapter 5. And in this section, it's warning to rich oppressors. So that's uh, James chapter 5, New Testament. Um, verse 1, now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that is coming on you. Your wealth has rotted, oh, uh, verse 2, your wealth has rotted and moths have eaten your clothes. Verse 3, your gold and silver are 
corroded. Their corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have hoarded wealth in the last days. Verse 4, look, the wages you failed to pay, the workers who moved your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. Verse 5. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. Verse 6. You have condemned and murdered the innocent one who was not opposing you. Going to verse 7. In this section is patience and suffering. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. Verse 8, you too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Verse 9, don't, don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The, the judge is standing at the door. Verse 10, brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Verse 11, as you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Verse 12, above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you will be condemned. And next section is the prayer of faith, and that's verse starting at verse 13. Is anyone among you, is any among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is, is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Verse 14, is anyone among you sick? Let them call for the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Okay, let's stop right there. So now there's many different sicknesses that we have. And most of what we have comes from Sin, just different types of sin that we hold, and it can create a physical, physical issues. Not everything, but a lot. You know what I mean? And so sometimes you, know, you get the prayer of healing where you are healed, but then sometimes the healing is of a different nature. That means, like a healing could be the start of your road of forgiveness or overcoming your past or whatever that may be, you know, so it can come out in different forms. So, I mean, if that happens and you're not, you know, you're not physically completely well or whatever, uh, there's just different ways of that manifests itself. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let's go back on 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And also, um, back then, you also had the, the early church 
and you had like the disciples were still there. They were given power by God during that time, you know. But now, yes, people do get healed. Don't get me wrong. People do get healed. But like I said, you sometimes it's just depends, you know. It just depends on what kind of healing we have. Okay, let's continue. Verse 16, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Verse 17, Elijah was a human being even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Verse 18, Again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produces crops. Verse 19, my brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, verse 20, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will be saved. Um, their way will save them from death and cover a multitude of sins. Okay, and, and the death we're talking about is like, you know, if, if you don't belong to Christ or you're just going your own way, whatever, but mostly it's, you know, you've never committed, surrendered your life to Christ and have repented of your sins and continue in the way. So if, if through your word and deed, you know, you show them a better way and they come and they repent, then they'll be saved from, from the death and hell, which is eternity. Amen. So I'm going to leave that there for today. And then next time we'll get into 1 Peter. Okay, so let me give you some scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 7.10 Godly sorrow worketh repentance. Acts chapter 17 verse 30 and 31 In the past God overlooked such ignorance. But now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. He's talking about Christ Jesus. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto him or no myth cometh unto the Father but by me. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4, the NIV. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Okay, I'm going to give you some... A salvation. I'm going to give you salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved with the heart. Man believeth in the righteousness, and with the mouth confess the made of salvation. And um, Romans chapter 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you say, Well, how do I know if I'm like where I'm at or or I don't understand. 
let me make it plain to you. Um, let's take the good person test. Have you ever have you ever lied? Yes, we've all lied. And what do you call a liar? Uh, what do you call a person that lies? You call him a liar. Have you ever stolen anyone? Uh, have you ever stolen anything? Uh, whether it's a paper clip, doesn't matter how much it's worth, paper clip or a pen or whatever, anything. Or, or borrowed something, never bring it back. That's that's stealing. What do you call someone that steals is a thief. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you've committed adultery in your heart already. Have you ever hated someone for what for something they might have done? According to Jesus, if we have hate in our heart, then we've already committed murder. Uh, then we've already committed murder in our heart. He judges us by the thought and intent. So you see, we're all guilty. And, and that was only four I mentioned. There's there's ten commandments of the moral law. So you see, that's why we're guilty. So if God was to judge you by his what. His moral law, the Ten Commandments, that we just went over for him. If he was to judge you by that, would you be innocent or guilty and on your way to hell? We would be guilty and on our way to hell. The only reason why I'm not on that way now is because cause in the past I repent. I understood that. I came with a sort of contrite heart, repented of my sins, and put my trust or transfer my trust to Jesus Christ. It's kind of like if you're in an airplane and it's about to crash and someone gives you a parachute. You're going to hold on to that parachute and then you're going to matter what anybody says to you. That's going to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. So I would do that right away. I would, I would ask God to forgive you of your sins and then tr transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone. You know, come with a sorrowful contra heart knowing that we're guilty and we're broken to his laws, but he will save you. That's what Jesus did on the cross when he went, he took our punishment to satisfy because God's holy and everything he says comes to pass. You know, so, so he has... So for us to, in the Old Testament with the Old Covenant, they had to use lambs and stuff for the blood to wash their sins, you know. But it was never permanent. But now, through Christ, it's permanent. Now we can come by faith, believing. Because that's how much God loves us and cares for us. But you got we have to go His way. We're not going our own way because God's holy and we're not. You know? And he's righteous and holy and mighty. And he's the judge of the world. You know, and it's kind of like if you go before an earthly judge for traffic tickets and someone you don't know comes and pays the tickets, then the judge can legally let you go because it's been paid for and took care of by someone else. It's, it's a similar thing. Something to think about. Okay, so now let me give you some resources that will help you. This is for YouTube and their websites, Dr. Vodi Bakum. And you can find him on YouTube and he's got a website. Just put his name in there and it'll pop it up. Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. R.C. Sproul, Legionnaire Ministries. 
Ashes in Genesis with Ken Ham, Ashes in Genesis.org. Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com. And he goes over uh, uh, the Christian American history we have and some of the world. Dr. Walter Martin, great teacher, drwaltermartin.org. Uh, and then we also have Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin, apologiastudios.com. And you can listen to the audio on Apple Podcast. And if you would like to correspond with me, and if you need a Bible, we'll be glad to send you one. Uh, the email for us is all lowercase, bibleeducationinstitute at gmail.com. And our website is all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And let me give you some other information. And if you would like to follow us or whatever, you can. We're on YouTube and Rumble, and also uh, audio platforms. The audio platforms are Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Addict, and others. So. Oh yes, and and I found some places you can buy some good used books of Bibles and other things. Um, you can go to Abe Books, A B E B O O K S, you know, in any search engine, and Thrift Books, and you go on Amazon and order stuff too, and what you know. But the cheapest one would be Abe Books and Thrift Books. They're pretty good. And then the last thing is, uh, there's two programs that are really good. Will help you to learn. You go. You can put this in the search engine, TC, TCT Network, and you can go to on-demand programs, and they have like videos there. And uh, the first one is Faith and History with William Federer. Fantastic, gives you the about your know, Christian faith, history of America and the world. And if you want to know the Old Testament, Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lapin for the Old Testament. Really good. So think about what we've talked back today. Remember, read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says.